welcome to Jory's Blue Talk radio show and podcast, or Blue Talk podcast radio show, whichever way you want to do it. But tonight is going to be a podcast, and it's going to be a rather interesting podcast, really, about our environmental impacts of driving automobiles and power plants and learning disabilities on tonight's show. Glad you tuned in, you're listening to me, and you're leaving everyone else alone, and listening to Jory's Blue Talk podcast and radio show, where there's never enough to talk about. Welcome for this podcast, and like I said, and I've mentioned it before, I mentioned it before, that podcasts are 15 minutes long. A radio show or radio show run is like, uh, I would say, half hour to an hour. And note that we will have a few hour-long shows, but they're going to be recorded away from here and be recorded elsewhere before put on and put out for streams on Spotify.com and a long list of many others. But today we get our new source for our topic, pollution, automobile pollution, and disabilities in children from ScienceDaily.com. Good website. It's from an article by Ohio State University that talks about the long-term exposure to air pollution can cause and lead to physical changes in the brain as well as learning and memory problems and even depression, new research in mice suggests. While other studies have shown the damaging effects of polluted air on the heart and lungs, this is one of the first long-term studies to show the negative impact on the brain. Now, let's say this. Long-term exposure to air pollution can lead to physical changes in the brain as well as other things that the beginning of the article said. But while other studies have shown the damaging effects of polluted air on the heart and lungs is one of the first long-term studies to show the negative impact on the brain, said Laura Fonkin, lead author in study and a doctoral student in neuroscience at Ohio State University. She states, the results suggest prolonged exposure to polluted air can have visible negative effects on the brain, which can lead to a variety of health problems, Fonkin said. She also said this could have important and troubling implications for people who live and work in a polluted urban areas, not just here, but also around the world. But the study appears online this week in the journal Molecular Psychiatry. For the study, Falcon and his colleagues in Ohio State's Department of Neuroscience collaborated with researchers in the university's Davis Heart and Lung Research Institute, where they study all about how the human body works. But in previous studies, they're saying in mice, the Davis Research Group, including Quinghua Sun, Associate Professor of Environmental Health Sciences, and Sanjay Rajashopalan, Professor of Cardiovascular Medicine, found that fine air particulate matter, widespread inflammation in the body can be linked to high blood pressure, diabetes, and even obesity. But this new study aimed to extend the research on air pollution to the brain. He states, the more that we learn about health effects of prolonged exposure to air pollution, the more reasons are to be concerned. 
said Randy Nelson, co-author of the study and professor of neuroscience and psychology at Ohio State. He also states the study adds more evidence of pollution's negative effects on health. But in the new study, mice were exposed to either filtered air or polluted air for six hours a day, five days a week for ten months, nearly half the lifespan of the mice. The polluted air contained fine particulate matter, the kind of pollution created by cars, factories, and natural dust. The fine particulates are tiny, about 2.5 micrometers in diameter, about, oh, one thirty of the average width of a human hair. These particles can reach deep areas of the lungs and other organs of the body. Well, no kidding. Now, the concentration of the particulate matter that these people are talking about is that the mice were exposed to what they were exposed to was equivalent to what people may be exposed to in some polluted urban areas, according to researchers. After 10 months of exposure to the polluted or filtrated air, the researchers performed a variety of behavioral tests on the animals. In learning and memory tests, mice were placed in the middle of the brightly lit arena and given two minutes to find an escape hole leading to a dark box where they feel more comfortable. They were given five days of training to locate the escape hole, but the mice were breathed, who breathed the polluted air took longer to learn where their escape hole was located. How about that? The mice exposed to polluted air also were less likely to remember where the escape hole was when tested later. In another experiment, Mice exposed to the polluted air showed more depressive-like behaviors than did the mice that breathed the filtered air. The polluted air, mice showed higher signs of anxiety-like behaviors in one test, but not in another. But now, how does air pollution lead to these changes in learning, memory, and mood? Well, it may not be quite simple to answer this. The researchers did tests on the hippocampal area of the mice brains to find the answers. We wanted to look carefully at the hippocampus, hippocampus, that's what that's called, because it's associated with learning, memory, and depression, said Falcon, who, along with Nelson, are also members of Ohio State Institute of Behavior Medicine Research. Results, results showed clear physical differences in the hippocampi of the mice who were the exposed to the polluted air compared to those that weren't. The researchers looked specifically at branches that grow off of nerve cells or neurons called dendrites. The dendrites have small projections growing off of them called spines which transmit signals from one neuron to another. What a nice neuron neuroscience lesson there, but the mice exposed to the polluted air people had fewer spines in parts of their hippocampus, shorter dendrites, and overall reduced cell complexity. Good or bad, previous research has shown that these types of changes are linked to deceased learning and memory abilities, said Nelson. In other studies, Several of the co-authors of the study from the Davis Research Center found that chronic exposure to polluted air leads to widespread inflammation in the body. 
And this is also linked to a variety of health problems in humans, including depression. Think of that there for a minute now. But this new study found also that evidence of its low-grade inflammation is evident in the hippocampus. Part of the, I guess it's an area of your brain or something. I'm really not too keen on that. But let's talk about what happened in these mice that breathe the polluted air. Chemical messengers that caused inflammation caused pro-inflammatory cytokines, which more active in the hippocampus than they were in mice who breathe the filtered air. The hippocampus is primarily sensitive to damage caused by inflammation, Falken said. He says we suspect that the systemic inflammation caused by breathing polluted air is being communicated to the central nervous system. Well, no shit. The research was supported by grants from the National Institutes of Health. Other co-authors, all from Ohio State, including... Kwinghua Sun, Associate Professor of Environmental Health Sciences, Sanjay Rajan Gopalan, Professor of Cardiovascular Medicine, and Zehua Zhu in Environmental Health Sciences, Zachary Wheel in Neuroscience and Psychology, and Kohua Chen in the Davis Heart and Lung Research Institute. Now, that was a good story, but if you want to get other content about this, and, and actually, I, you know, we got a few more minutes to go. Uh, there, I'm going to, people ask questions on Google all the time, especially when I'm not using Google, I'm using uh, iOS right now, Safari. So, uh, here's a question that, Somebody asked, what are the pollution-related disorders? And the most common diseases caused by air pollution include ischemic heart disease, stroke, COPD, lung cancer, and acute lower respiratory infections in children. Particulate air pollution has been linked with strokes, which occur when the blood supply of the brain is cut off. So there's a few disorders right there and that's probably not limited to those few it could be limited to after many more that need to be listed who knows i mean it's something that it's it's a weird science right now okay let's cause uh, and affect this about how does pollution affect intelligence a research conducted by scientists from u.s mexico and canada has determined that typical air pollution in large cities may impair short-term memory intelligence quotients which is your iq and cerebral metabolic rates Children particularly are at risk for these adverse effects on the brain. So yeah, and it's and this is happening in kids. And the first time I ever heard anything about this was back when I was in eighth grade, years back. I, we learned that the hydrocarbon emissions from automobile exhaust and factories like power plants are all having some kind of an effect that is not good on human society in the gene development or intellectual development and these are being passed down from generation to generation through genetics so 
one thing they have. Let's read another question. What are environmental diseases? Well, let's find out. Environmental disease refers to any pathologic process having a characteristic set of signs and symptoms that are detrimental to the well-being of the individual and are the consequence of external factors, including exposure to physical or chemical agents, poor nutrition, and social or cultural behaviors. That's quite an interesting answer. So, let's ask another question. How can pollution lower IQ? Well, let's find out. For every increase of 2.5 micrograms per cubic meter in the fine particle pollution level surrounding the teen's homes, their performance IQ score dropped one point, two researchers found. Performance IQ measures reasoning and problem-solving ability. So it doesn't measure your overall smartness or dumbness. It just measures what, you know, you're able to do at that moment in time because your IQ, they say, regardless of pollution, that your IQ can go up or down. We've got a minute and a half left in the show, and we're going to keep asking a few more of these questions to squeeze in. Why is pollution a problem? Well, let's answer that question. From smog hanging over cities to smoke inside the home, air pollution poses a major threat to health and climate. Ambient air pollution accounts for an estimated 4.2 million deaths per year due to this stroke, heart disease, lung cancer. It said lung cancer as well, acute and chronic respiratory diseases. Stuff that's not fun to have. Okay, we got less than a minute to go. One more quick question. What, how does pollution affect brain development? This became the size of the particles of pollen was so small that they could go into the brain and cause neuroinflammation. I would have never known that. But that's something that nobody really wants. Well, we reached the end of the line for today's broadcast on how pollution and, and learning disabilities happen because of pollution. Didn't have that much time to really explain it, but I'm glad you tuned in. You listened to me and left everyone else alone. Thank you for listening to Jory's Blue Talk podcast and radio show. See you next time again for another interesting topic and fun right here on Jory's Blue Talk podcast and radio show. Thank you for now. <laughs>